0: Everything in this world is made up of matter.
1: Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to another episode of CNUSD Ed Chat. I'm Anne-Marie Cortez. And I'm Kate Jackson. In today's episode, we will be focused on the next generation science standards. The next generation, I didn't even know we had new science standards.
0: And those matters behave with each other. I know the word on the street is forever wrapped around common core, but in 2013, the
1: Next Generation Science Standards, or NGSS, were developed. We sent our lovely colleague Ivy Eldridge over to our own district expert, Peter Lum. And those
0: matters behave with each other. And that students.
1: Peter Lum, the science chum. Thank you for joining us again today, Peter. Um, We're so happy to have you here. Thank you for having me. Can you give us a little insight on what this shift is all about from the current standards or the older standards to what is currently in place now? Our old standards from
0: 1998 they, they did a good job of, of outlining some of what students should know with regards to science but we, we've learned a lot since 1998 about science education <laughs> yes <laughs> and uh, one of the things that we've realized is it's not just about what science facts that students know but it's about what they can do uh, my, One of my favorite quotes is actually by uh, Henry Poincare and he, he summed it up as um, you know science is, um, this is a paraphrase, but essentially science is no more um, a collection of facts mm-hmm. than a, a wow. house is a collection of bricks. So what were the components that, that were missing? The components that were that were missing um, that the NGSS includes are um, in the areas of the science and engineering practices okay. and then also what we call cross-cutting concepts. And the way to explain it is the... Um, science engineering practices is it's kind of like it's what scientists are actually able to do. Mm-hmm. So scientists um, they ask questions, they design experiments, um, they model um, explanations for phenomena. So we want our students to be able to do all those things. The cross-cutting concepts, what those do is they add the the strategy or the lens at which a scientist will tackle a problem. So some of the cross-cutting concepts are are, uh, ideas like cause and effect Mm -hmm. or patterns or size and scale. And those um, help students make connections between the different areas of science.
1: And that seems to also be some of what kids' natural curiosities lend themselves to when you're speaking of cross-cutting and really, you know, being inquiry-based and interested in what's going on. Absolutely. I know, mm-hmm. I know a lot of what our, our younger students are always interested interested in are the experiments and look what I learned. Look <laughs> yeah. what I can do. Something
0: hands-on. Yeah. And and the, the NGSS um, supports an increase in not only the number of experiments that students are doing, but having the opportunity for students to do open-ended experiments, mm-hmm. ask their own questions, and, and design their own procedures
1: for that. That's exciting. And, and when might our parents start seeing this in their child's classroom? Like what would it look like if a parent were to walk in and say, oh, this must be the new NGSS?
0: So over, over the next few years, parents are, are gonna see a, a difference between their science education and their child's education. So some of the shifts that, that they'll see would be less emphasis on learning facts and more about students designing explanations. Instead of answering questions that only have one right answer, mm-hmm. Um, look at more open-ended questions, uh, develop arguments based on evidence um, to support those questions, less emphasis on say reading the textbook and looking at more multiple sources. So newspaper articles, um, websites, journals, those those types of things. As you mentioned earlier, students love hands-on experiments and we want to give students a variety of experiments where they're not so cookbook in mm-hmm. the old old style but more of that they are inquiry based okay. so the students help figure out kind of their own pathway to coming to a conclusion and then they can, bake, um, they can come up with an explanation uh, and present that in multiple ways. So they can present that through writing, through posters, through multimedia
1: presentation. It sounds very much uh, tying, tied into and aligned with the actual literacy standards and we know that's another portion that we're seeing in ELA are the literacy standards in history and also in science, and um, that is something that I think is very new (laughs) to us as educators, uh, but exciting nonetheless.
0: The NGSS is written separately from Common Core, but it definitely is aligned with Common Core. So a lot of those practices that students are doing in their uh, language arts class or their math class, those are reinforced in the science class too, such as... um, uh, argumentation based on evidence.
1: So what are some of the things that school districts are doing to prepare teachers for the instructional requirements of NGSS?
0: So in Corona we actually started looking at this shift before the standards were actually adopted. Um, some of the first things we did was we looked at kind of where we were at and where we wanted to go with regards to giving a kind of a, a, a broad science ex, um, experience, and so uh, we engaged our teachers in creating some performance tasks at the high school level. Those we, we refer to those as our um, academic fusion tasks, mm-hmm. and those incorporate multiple sources of information from um, newspaper articles, um, journal articles. Um, information from different sides. And so they ta- tackle a real-world problem, and then they do hands-on experiments as part of that, and they do, a- incorporates a lot of reading, writing, and and math okay. uh, in that experience. We also started to create our own um, set of experiments for the elementary teachers. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things we know is our elementary teachers, as they are Transitioning with Common Core with math and ELA, one of their gaps was providing more opportunities for the students to have those hands-on experiments. So we developed a set of experiments for all the grade levels for six through um, K through six that were developed by our elementary, some of our elementary teachers, Uh with some of our high school science teachers. Wow! So where the elementary teachers, they understand elementary students, they understand um, uh, literacy the high school teachers helped give them some more of the background information and we're able to help fill in some of those, some of those gaps, um, where they might not feel like they, that was their strongest area. Mm -hmm. And so we developed those, uh, and we piloted some of those last year and we're going to be rolling those out this year. And then some of the other things that we've done with, uh, with teachers is giving them time to discuss and see what it looks like with a new activity. So Mm -hmm. for example, like what does scientific modeling look like, uh, in, in a classroom and then give them time to develop lessons and activities Mm -hmm. with that.
1: I can definitely imagine what, what you're saying about collaboration. And I think that's amazing that we're having, you know, our teachers across the grade levels collaborate, Mm -hmm. really kind of looking at the bookends of, you know, where students are coming in and where they're expected to be. And then also what, um, really stood out was you were saying that they were tackling real world problems. Yeah. And I think that that is something that's far different from what we're accustomed to you know with just what is the customary going through the science textbook and and memorizing the facts yeah. so that right there i can see is a, a huge shift and and very very exciting so we have a segment called tomorrow this week and this month with so many changes occurring in 21st century education and learning what advice can you give teachers and families to try tomorrow to try this week and also to try next month
0: well I think the the first thing that for, for parents to do with their students uh, that they could start start tomorrow is to uh, essentially get out of their way. Okay. Uh, students and children we know are naturally curious. They love to ask questions and they love to to think about and, and experiment with things. What we have to do is, as parents is and, and educators is be comfortable with letting students figure out their own answers. So when your child starts playing with something, uh, as long as it's not dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, You know what? Who who cares if they break it? I mean, they're going to learn something from that, right? Let the kids go outside and play in the dirt and Mm -hmm. find new things. Um, I know that my daughter loves going out and (laughs) finding roly-polies and Uh flowers and blades of grass. And then also give them opportunities to figure things out on their own. So, I mean, if, if your kids are asking, hey, you know, what happens if I, you know, mix together, you know, water and sugar together or, or you know, flour and, and, and water and just experiment, you mm-hmm. know, find out. Mm-hmm. Don't just say, oh, nothing's going to happen. Let the kids kind of experiment and, and look for different things that you can play around with and um, where you might know the answer, but they don't. And so, yes. rather than telling them the answer, let them be that scientist and figure out exactly what happens when you when you mix things together. For example, I love it. Um, uh, and then, as far as this month, one of the areas that students can benefit from is doing kind of formal uh, experiments. So, if a student has a hobby, why not turn that into a science fair project? Okay. Say, if a student likes to skateboard, or if a student likes to paintball or something like that, then have them develop questions relating to that hobby that would help them in their performance or in in that skill and let them come up with an experiment they could test out uh, and see what has an
1: impact. Thank you again for Sharing your time with us, Peter, and we are looking forward to more information about science in the future.
0: And if, uh, and if anybody wants more information, the official website for NGSS, it's uh, nextgenscience.org, and they do have information specifically for parents on that website uh, and teachers uh, and, and schools.
1: Thank you, Ivy and Peter. So next time my son is rolling around in the dirt getting filthy, nope, he's just doing science. And if you'd like any more information on NGSS, you can check out our show notes page for this episode. Thank you everyone for listening to CNUSD EdChat, a podcast for educators and families.
0: If you would like to comment on their podcast, go to cnusdk 12ca Dot us slash edchat
1: and be sure to follow them on twitter and facebook at cnusd edchat to let them know the topics you are interested in if you enjoyed this
0: episode please help us out by leaving a five-star review on itunes we greatly appreciate your support
1: This episode was written and produced by Anne-Marie Cortez, Kate Jackson, and me, Ivy Yule Eldridge, and edited by Kate Jackson and Ken Pucci.